Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Hold on, Gordon. I'm just finishing up some shoestring fries. Hey, would you continue to uh, to pile in your grill over there? We've got a show to do, sir. <laughs> Gordon Mons and Jake Scott, we're live at Marley's, <laughs> their brand-new location in the district, 3561 West, 114th South. Gordon went David James on a slider there during the oh, break. Oh, man. Uh, that's good eating. Seriously, the food I'm out here. I'm telling you. So yeah, good. Come on out here. I mean, I'm speaking from my heart, my stomach here. I'm, it's good. Delicious. And I, I love that, uh, what Nico said, how they, they use local meat and uh, local products whenever possible and to keep the quality at its utmost. And I'll tell you what, you can tell. You can. That's good stuff. And look, if you're if the weather's got you down a little bit, you're feeling a little like you got transported to Seattle or something here. Come on by, man. This, say hi to us. We've had, we've had a good conversation with a lot of our listeners. Yeah, no doubt. Coming in, giving stuff away and whatnot. But the food is just worth it, man. Especially if you like casual food, which oh, I do. so good. Not fancy, schmancy, really rich stuff. No, give me this. Give me a handsome Rob. That was good. A slider. Uh, I had one. You had two. And uh, Zach had two. And there's one more for you there, Jake, because I have a feeling. You can still pound that down. That's, that's all you, buddy. We'll see. We'll see how ambitious I feel. Uh, we're hopefully going to talk to Scott Gerard uh, coming up here uh, momentarily. Uh, he's got kind of a 60 and 60 announce related announcement uh, to be made. And, uh, Sorry, yeah, Gordon, I'm, still, I'm still eating. I can tell. Don't bug, uh, don't bug Scotty and Hans do the, this every single year. It's always a really fun exercise. They count down the top 60 football players in the state and then announce one each day on the show leading up uh, until the, the starting of the season, if, of course, they do their math right. So let me get this straight. Scotty says he's going to call us at a certain, or we're supposed to call him at a certain time, so we make room for him, and then when we call him, he doesn't pick up. He's I probably having a Marley slider right now. He, well, he should be if he knew what was good for him. Uh, oh, in fact, there you go. So he finished that slider. He did finish that slider, and he uh, called on in. Uh, you hear him from noon to three alongside Hans Olson. He's also, of course, the voice of the Utah State Aggies, not to mention Gordon, our good friend. He is the one you and know, only Scotty G. You, Scott Gerard. You know what Scotty is? Scotty's the heart and soul of this radio station. He absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. And by the way, uh, Scotty, I know you tweeted out the, about this, the seventh uh, birthday of this particular version of The Zone. How about that? May 23rd, 2008. Scotty, are you there? Don't we lose him? All right. Well, it is uh, seven years uh, since uh, this version of The Zone was born. And, boy, time just flies, Gordon. I can't believe that was seven years ago. Yeah, it wasn't long ago that it was just crawling around on the floor. You know, and now look at it. It's up running around. Now we're playing kid pitch baseball. <laughs> yep. Another another year 
and uh, it'll be eligible to be baptized, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and Scotty, uh, you deserve a, a ton of credit for, for putting this thing together, keeping the train on the tracks, and, and really seven years of, uh, of dominant sports radio. May 23rd, 2012. I will never forget that day. That was a... It was a crazy, bizarre day, but uh, yeah, I, that the, the success and the overall putting together of that thing was way above my pay grade. I was just trying to keep everything afloat. That was those were that was a crazy couple of weeks, but uh, it didn't last very long. But at least I got to do a show with Jake for a couple months. That was fun. It was extremely fun. Scotty, I know. Uh, th- this that cannot be overstated. I mean, this was a major, major project. And having been in this business for longer than I care to, to say, uh, molding all of this together was a major achievement on your part. And you were right what? in the middle of it. I mean, that was you. You were the one. You and, and well, you, I'm not saying you did it all by yourself, but you were a major force. Well, you know, we it was it was crazy and it was fun and it was exciting and it was heart wrenching all at once because. I mean, there were there were there were some you know difficult decisions there too, and and it was that I, again I I will always remember that day when we all loaded up in that studio in uh, in trolley trolley corners, and uh, for DJ and PK and myself, we hadn't stepped foot in that building in five years, and then we walk in there and it's like the good old days back when uh, in 2007. So it was just a crazy you know range of emotions from excitement to get the gang back together again and then heartbreak for some of the other you know things that happen when you when you have a major uh, acquisition or merger like that there's always you know some unfortunate things that go along with it so it was that was again that was as crazy and emotional and bizarre day as anything i've ever been a part of well, today, Scotty, I understand we have an exciting announcement in regards to the sixty and sixty this year. Yeah, I'm, I really appreciate you guys letting me let me hop on because uh, and still in some of your time because uh, it just we've we've been going through some technical issues and hopefully now it's up and ready to go. But if you go on twelve eighty thezone dot com, uh, there is a link to the sixty and sixty fan vote and. In the past, we've always kind of kept the whole list of 60 pretty secretive because we just wanted to announce a player day by day. But we get so many people that listen that say, well, you guys screwed it up or the media voted screwed it up. You know, everybody should have a vote on this. So that's what we're doing this year. We're taking now we have the same media members that will be voting. Uh, most of the same media members that have voted in the past, a couple new ones uh, that will be added to the list. And each one of them will have a vote. And then we will take fan votes and you'll see all 60 players that have made the top 60 and 60 uh and and you can sort them one through 60 and uh and the collective fan vote will count as one vote in the uh in the uh final you know top 60 and 60 standings so uh you get a chance to let your voice be heard all you have to do is go on 1280thezone.com so for the first time you can see all the 60 players that made the top 60 and uh and, and let your voice be heard uh, some things uh, people don't see on the outside, uh, and uh, Scotty, you guys do a lot of research and you do a lot of uh, in-depth interviews with coaches uh, to ha- have as a part of this process. So, I mean, it, it, it's really fun from that perspective because when you announce the various players, uh, you obviously have comments from coaches and stuff. That's I, I, really cool. Well, and that's the, you know, 
you you can be upset if if there's players that you think should not be on the list or or should be on the list, you know. And and I get that. I totally get it. But we work with the coaching staffs uh, really diligently to make sure that we have the right players on the list and these one on the list and you know i'm sure there's going to be some people upset uh you know i'll just give you a, a teaser right now that it is pretty heavy university of utah there you know there are yeah, a, a highly you know high number of university of utah players there may not be as many utah state players as i'm sure Aggie fans would want but the problem is you had nine players that are no longer on the team that would have easily been in the top 40 of the top 60 and 60 at the end of last year you know you lose you know four out of your five offensive linemen three wide receiver your top three wide receivers a, a running back your best running back your best tight end you lose you know some key players on the defensive side so utah state is still very talented just with some you know, we base it on, you know, prior, um, uh, you know, production out on the field. And right now there's just a lot of young players we haven't seen. So Utah State may not be as well represented as a lot of people might think after an 11-2 and two season. So it's always a juggling act, but we're, uh, we're pretty proud of it. And hopefully it takes off again this year. What's been the biggest triumph and what's been the biggest whiff? Uh, <laughs> well, the biggest whiff was a few years ago when uh, uh, we had uh, a voter who I think it was Mark Jake. I don't know if you it was a Marcus Williams that got uh, yep they got yep. in trouble. It was uh, we had uh, Marcus Williams obviously you know deserved to be in the top three. Uh, we had a, one voter who voted him who shall remain nameless at number forty seven, and <laughs> and that 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 caused him to drop considerably and because of that he probably didn't have the final ranking that he should have had so we adjusted it the next year and said okay we'll take the top for the top vote and the lowest vote out of all the votes and and throw that out so we we try to get rid of the anomalies that that show up from time to time and so we got rid of that hopefully that that helped out but you know, we we I feel like we've been pretty good. Chase Hansen won it last year. I think that was that was a good one. I think uh, Low Low to Lele uh, picked it up a couple of years before. That probably his second year probably didn't earn that honor. Um, Devontae Booker won the first year we did it. So it's uh, I think for the most part it's been pretty successful. And frankly, Gordon, the thing I like about it the most is it's it's a conversation starter. You know, it's like anything when you do list radio. There's really no right, no wrong. It's just an opportunity to create some conversation and have some fun during the summer. I love it. So, essentially, you're like the French ice skating judge. You're throwing the high score and the low score out. 100%. Yep. Yep. Uh, Scotty, I'll tell you what I'm I'm kind of fascinated to see is how the overall list differs from the, the, the cumulative fan vote. Yeah, and that's what we'll do on, on every announcement. So, you know, when we start on uh, June 5th and announce number 60, we'll announce the player. We always have some sound from the coaches, so you'll hear the coach talk about his player. And then we will announce where the fans had him. So, you know, if he comes, let's say, uh, you know, we have a player coming, you know, you know, Jordan Love comes in at number five. The fan vote had him in at number three, you know. And so we'll let everybody know what the fan, the collective fan vote was on each selection, too. All right, Scotty. So, does Utah State deserve to have two in the top five? Uh, if I, yeah, absolutely. I think David Woodward and Jordan Love should be in the yeah. top five. Uh, I think that's just a no-brainer uh, that that both those players need to be there. And frankly, you know, Jordan Love gets a lot of, you know, well, geez, I was going to run in and say love, and that's true. Uh, but 
But I think David Woodward, if you look at pro prospect and uh, the ability to uh, and and has caught a lot of scouts' eyes, and and have, he, he may be ranked higher by some than even uh, Jordan Love. David Woodward is flying under the radar and is a really special player in the state. Speaking of Jordan Love, how's he going to do with that revamped offensive line? He's such a fine talent. Uh, will he be able to? Are they going to give him enough time? Well, that's you know, that's a million dollar question, and. Uh, in talking to you know Mike Sanford and Gary Anderson, they had an opportunity to go and kind of revamp that offensive line through JC transfers and maybe through some grad transfers. And I think that's what the plan was until they got on campus and got and uh, got around that team and saw some of the players that they had and realized, yeah, we don't need to go that route. We've got a good offensive line already in place uh, with some young up and comers that we like, and so they didn't. They, when they recruited offensive linemen, they went out and got freshmen. They didn't really go the J.C. route to try to give them an immediate boost because they felt confident, which, uh, you know what, that's it, that works. That'll be great. Uh, but they saw something there that made them feel like we're going to be okay. Let's just keep developing the guys we have already in the program, and hopefully they'll be okay. But you're right. When they take on Wake Forest, it is going to be interesting to see how that how that uh, core group of offensive linemen come together because there's really not a lot of playing experience there. All right, Scotty, a couple of details. Uh, 60 and 60, when does it begin? Wednesday one, when do we find out 60? And refresh my memory, are you guys doing it at, uh, what, at uh, uh, 1.30 every day? Yep. Yeah, June 5th uh, will be number 60. We'll announce number 60 at 1.30, uh, and then we will count down till Thursday, what is that, August 29th, August 30th. The BYU Utah game at one thirty will announce who number one is. And how many uh, how many voters, including the listeners, are we having this year? Well, uh, you will have. Uh, it just depends on whether Gordon sends in a ballot this year. So that'll <laughs> be the, the big question. Uh, so it, I will say this: anywhere between seventeen and twenty media members. Very nice. That's a pretty good grouping. That's I'd a, say. They, yeah, you I guys mean, do a great job with that, Scotty. You have a great sample. Uh, when it comes to the voters, because you you do uh, guys that cover all three teams, and then you know radio bozos like us across the station. But I think you really do have uh, you you really do have a good sample when it comes to voting for this. And I think your your announcement today with the fan vote, I think that just uh, increases it. Well, yeah, you know, and we always try to get guys that you know are specific, you know, broadcasters for each team, beat writers for each team, uh, and then and then guys that really have no dog in the fight, you know. Uh, Gordon, you may not know this, but Kirk Cragthorpe is a is, is submitted a ballot every year, and we've always appreciated that from Kurt. And uh, you know, would like to see more people from the Tribune submit ballots. So, but Kurt, you know, who's puts a ton of work into it, tries to stay unbiased, and uh, and so he submits one. So we try to get guys connected with teams, and then we try to get people that are just uh, collective uh, reporters of each team. So who who's usually closer to right, you or Hans? Well, Hans and I don't. We don't submit a ballot. I, I know, I um, know, I know that. But I mean, who? When you are expressing your opinions back and forth, who's usually more on the mark? Uh, oh, it's me always. So, <laughs> yeah, that just kind of goes without saying. Well, we know who it's not, and that's Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. They keep Lloyd away from this. <laughs> yeah. Well. Lloyd, you know, Lloyd's already looking at it, and he goes, well, you know, I, I, I put the first 23 players in. They're all Utah players, so uh, I don't care what happens after that. So, 
Oh, man. Well, hey, Scotty, uh, congratulations on another year of 60 and 60, and I love this this new wrinkle. It's going to be great for our listeners to be able to participate. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah thank you. And, I, and, again, I appreciate you guys letting me uh, sneak on and talk about it. Uh, go to 1280thezone.com. It's up there. Uh, and, and, again, this is the first time we've done it. So uh, if there's some technical glitches, uh, hang in there. But hopefully it's all working. And uh, But, again, just shoot me off a tweet uh, if anybody out there is listening and having any issues, and we'll try to work through it together. Scotty, the only thing that would make this announcement this day better were, would be if you were out here at Marley's with us because this is some fun oh. out here, man. You, you guys have had the uh, the uh, banana, is it banana Nutella shake? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That is it's that is that is the greatest thing uh, <laughs> outside of the wheel and maybe harnessing electricity. That might be the greatest thing that we've ever encountered. Or the, the printing press. Uh, no, I mean, the, uh, yeah. no, the, 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 the Gutenberg. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> well, Scotty, you were the best. Thank you, sir. And excited for uh, June 5th in the 1660 to begin. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. The great Scott Gerard. Hear him from noon to three alongside Hans Olsen. All right, Gordon, I, I, I'm going to ask you this question. I just want you to give your immediate off the top of your head response. Okay. And, you know, we, we, if you change your mind on it at some point, we won't uh, hold you to it. But I just I want your immediate reaction, okay. all right? Yes. Best college football player in the state is? Jordan Love. Wow, interesting. I think he's the best quarterback. But do you think he's the best player? It beats me. I mean, you can make an argument for it, one hundred percent. I'm looking at the growth pattern here, and he, from where he started to where he is now, if he continues that, because that's the tricky thing about this, is what kind of progress are they going to make this year? Right. And if if he's protected, if that offensive line can do its job, and I think you brought up the fact that he also needs some folks to throw the ball to. But he has got himself. I know the pros are fascinated by him. I've talked with some. I've talked with some agents who are interested and want information about him. I'm sure there are a few. Uh, you know who else? I mean, who would you go with off the top of your head? I went with Lucky Foto last year, so I might. I might go with him again this year. Zach Moss. Yeah, I, th- um, I think Zach's got a somebody on that defensive line for the you know well Lucky Foto. I mean, yeah, Bradley and well, I. He's not the only one. Yeah, uh, and you know what? The answer might be Jalen Johnson. Could be. Yeah, he's probably the best overall pro prospect in the state. The other kid from Utah State that Scotty was talking David about, David Woodward. Yeah. he is awesome. In fact, that's why I asked Scotty that question, because as, as I've been kind of mulling over things, getting ready to submit a vote of my own, because I vote on this, Gordon. <clears throat> uh, Feeling awfully lonely over here all of a sudden. I, I've been kind of going, all right, well, thinking about the top five and thinking, God, I think I might have to put two Aggies in the top five, because Woodward is he's amazing. He is an absolute stud of a player. And then Jordan Love, I, I think he deserves consideration. I think he's the best quarterback in the state. And I think he had one heck of a year last year. And if he takes that to yet another level, hello. Yeah. I mean. And the Aggies, they, I know they have some holes to fill, but they have every intention of winning the Mountain West Conference. I'm a little worried about Mike Sanford Jr. because I don't know a whole lot about him. Yeah, and, because he's not your lookalike. 
No, and, but Yost was a great coach, and he had a. You wrote about it. He had a, a great rapport with Jordan Love. He I mean, did. those two were of like mind. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, that's that's a big adjustment to be made for Jordan Love. So I I hope that goes seamlessly. But that that is a concern. In I my wonder mind. how much pressure there is on Sanford to step in, and because if if Jordan Love's performance drops off this year. Guess where the heat's going to come? Oh, yeah. Right there onto his shoulders. Uh-huh. So we'll see. But maybe he'll be a good fit, and we'll, we'll bring even more out of him. I just know that, that Yost was a, a really great coach, and, and he and, well, Jordan himself will credit Coach Yost for a lot of his improvement. Uh, can I, can I uh, have a mulligan on my vote for who's the best? Yeah. I'd go with Brent Castile. He's been gone for a while. Because he's going to win the high. Oh. There's a joke from 2005. Yeah. When Brent Castile, as a freshman at Utah, said that uh, he was going to win the Heisman before it was all said and done. Which one of Utah's receivers last year said he was the best receiver in the uh, what, um Was it Damari Simpkins? No. Was it? I think was it, it was Damari okay. Simpkins, yeah. Uh, confidence is good. The confidence is there. Mm-hmm. Confidence yeah, is good. Not, uh, not a lot of... Reality into that statement, but yeah, confidence. Which would you rather have, a kid who is overconfident or a kid who needed you to buck him up? A kid who could play. I don't care. I know, but which attitudinally? Uh, Probably the confident one, I guess. Although confidence sometimes can lead to, um, what am I looking for? Um, Like the I've arrived type of mentality. You know, like I'm satisfied. Yeah, right. Complacency, that's what I was looking for. Confidence can lead to complacency. All I know is what Jack Palance said in that, what was it, electric shave commercial oh, or aqua velvet? Confidence is very sexy. Is Jack still with us? I don't I don't know. The star of City Slickers? Are we going to do an episode? And City of Slickers 2, Curly's Gold? Dead, dead and Alive. <laughs> dead or Alive. I don't know. I always <laughs> like Jack Palance, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, not. What's your favorite Jack Palance movie? He played he played the uh, he played the bad guy a number of times. Yeah, he was a good bad guy, but I don't know. I, he was good at the Batman. The, re- movie. the reason I joke about that confidence is let me say it like uh, Chester would say. Oh no, confidence is very sexy. Um, that was so weird. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but that was, that I think was that so was an strange. aneurysm or something. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Uh, well, l- let me say it this way. In all my years of interviewing athletes, the word that comes up most often in the minds of athletes, and coaches for that matter, is that word. Uh, co- for coaches, it's coachability, but for players, it's confidence. When they have it, they can do good things. When they don't, it doesn't go so well. Joining us now, we are Marley, uh, Marley's Gourmet Sliders. We're Marley's? out here in the Marley's. Are we in France? Uh, 3561 West, 114 South, right out here at the district. Our friend Keaton joins us once again. And uh, Keaton, how important is confidence in a chef? <laughs> it's pretty important. You can ask our new chef that's training back there. Doesn't look very confident, but we'll help him out <laughs> That's today. That's because he's, he's got big shoes to fill. He's yeah, probably we'll give him one day. Yeah. We just polished <laughs> off some sliders and... It's, 
How was it? it was amazing. Amazing. Good. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, so fresh, and the beef is just so many flavors in there, and the different combos you guys have come up with for the sliders, just a, just combinations of flavor that are so, so good. Glad to hear it. Uh, what did I, I had the handsome, what is the handsome Ron? Yeah, the handsome Rob. Rob, that's right. Yeah. It had a little bit of a tang to it, and then those onions and the bacon, I just, the flavors just mel- meld together so amazingly. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, that one we do a homemade buffalo sauce on, so that one's super popular. I and mean, even stuff that's as basic as your fries. Your fries taste better than other places I've been. And I, I pay attention to that kind of thing. The shoestring we, fries. Those are good. Really, yeah. really yeah. tasty. Our suppliers will tell you about our fries because even stuff that's simple as the fries, we are pretty particular. We make them run around a lot and get the exact fry we want, the exact type of batter and you, you know that that's probably the right word for it particular you guys are uh, obviously particular about your ingredients and the the freshness of it all and and i was telling gordon it it translates you can really tell because it just translates into the final product and the flavor is just amazing yeah we try to if there's anything on the menu that doesn't serve a purpose and isn't there for a specific reason we pretty much get rid of it so what we're left with is all the favorites and None of the filler. Well, we love it, Keaton. And right now, for our listeners, if you come in and get a combo, you guys are going to hook them up with a free shake upgrade. Yep, free shakes. So and they're and that's delicious. A, that's a meal in and of itself, right there. Yeah. The shakes. <laughs> that's true. I mean, they really are good. It goes across the board. Everything I've had was just stellar. Try it for yourself here at the district location, 3561 West, 114th South, or on down there at the original in Linden. Keaton, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, we'll have more of the big show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. I find the brand of basketball that the Warriors are playing highly entertaining. The entertainment factor is where I'm at, and this is something that is highly entertaining. Right now, to me, the Warriors sands, that means minus, what? Durant are the most entertaining thing we have in sports. There it is, the most entertaining thing in sports. Right now, if I'm going to pick one thing in sports right now and say football was playing, I would pick the Warriors playing ball. DK and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The best coverage of the Utah Jazz in the NBA is right here on The Big Show. Kick it. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 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 Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott broadcasting live from Marley's Gourmet Sliders, 3561 West, 114 South. Still have a few jazz shirts to give away, just a couple, so you need to come on by quick. Uh, But while you're here, grab some food. Get a combo and get a free shake upgrade just because you listen to The Zone. And, man, we've had a fun response today. We've met a ton of listeners, and it's been great. Thank you to everybody who's come by already or planning on coming by before the end of the show. Here's the thing. Sometimes we'll do remotes and people come in and, and take the gear and leave. People are coming in here, taking the gear, and getting something to eat. That's <laughs> Dan. Yeah. <laughs> S- smart people. Yes, Gordon. indeed. The, the, the smart ones are, are stopping by to eat. 
All right, uh, let's get out of the Sprint special guest line. Joining us now, he is the Vice President of Player Personnel for the Utah Jazz. He is Walt Perrin with us on the big show. Hi, Walt. How are you? I'm doing doing great, Jake. Uh, But I'm wondering why you got me on if you're talking about smart people. (laughs) Well... Well, we had to go on down a list of ways, Walt. But, uh, we uh, okay, I, I'm all for that when I'm from down the list. <laughs> You're still in the smart category, though. <laughs> <laughs> Walt, Walt when, you, when you started in this business, did you ever th- realize or ever dream that you would be uh, Mr. Vice President? Uh, no, I never did. I was happy when I first got in just to be able to get into the NBA. And I was just, you know, really a young, naive kind of person and just kind of went day to day and was happy, again, happy that I was uh, with the NBA team. I had no ambitions in terms of being where I am. You know, you always hope to continue to move up uh, in the profession, but didn't set my sights on anything at that particular time. Well, you've done so many of these workouts over the years, getting ready for countless numbers of drafts. Can you give us a couple of things that you really look for when these players come in for a couple hours? Well, I think the, the one, a couple of the big things we look for is how competitive competitive they are in the workouts, how well they listen to the coaches, uh, how well um, with, with the Salt Lake uh, altitude, how well they fight to, through fatigue. Uh, and then the normal stuff, how well they um, shoot the ball, how well they play together. Uh, I think another thing that um, most of the people don't understand is we interview these people after the workouts, and we, we want to see how they react to questions that we may ask them. Well, how, how quick, I mean, when you, can you, with your eye, can you spot a guy who is, is really a strong candidate right off the bat? I mean, and are there some that you see where you scratch them off the list pretty quick? Can you figure that out in short order? Um, I would hope so, but I think you always need to take another look at a person, even if you scratch them off or you think they're great. Take another look in a different setting and, and, and see how they um, match up to when you first saw them. So the first time you get a pretty good idea on them, at least I do, but I, I need to go back and see them at least two or three times just to get to firm up my, my conviction of what I think. Walt Perrin with us, Vice President of Player Personnel for the Utah Jazz. Walt, when you see a, a particular player's jump shot, their, their shot, because shooting is such a premium in the NBA these days, yeah. can, are there signs on how much that that can be improved? I guess what I'm saying is, like, for example, Paul Millsap wasn't necessarily a shooter when he got into the NBA, but, boy, has he learned that skill as his career has gone on. How easy is it to spot somebody who can develop a shot and how, I guess, rare is that? Um, well, we, we think because they can um, do a lot of reps uh, in the NBA versus what they're doing in college, we think most players can get better in terms of shooting. Uh, in terms of shot form, um, we kind of look at it, but we kind of give that over to uh, our coaches when we bring them in, um, or we may have projects for them to take a look at a particular player and, and, and evaluate their shot form and see if it can be changed and if they can become a good shooter. Um, but for the most part, most guys, um, if, if they're doing the same thing consistently and the form is not that bad, 
um, they can become um, better shooters uh, in the long run with a lot of work um, off the court. Walt, have you gotten a sense as to how deep this draft will be and how much talent is in it? You know, I think the I think the draft is a little bit better than I thought it was going to be early in the year. Um, but I think it's a draft where you can get a player and you're probably going to need to develop them for uh, a year or two and then see what you have. But I think there's some players here that have an opportunity to be um, pretty good players in the NBA, uh, rotational players, uh, or maybe even some starters later on in the draft. But again, I think it's more of a developmental draft than it is a draft where guys can come in and play right away. So if you're judging the foundational aspects of a player, what what are you looking for? What does he have to have in order to build it into something that would be really useful? Well, he's got to have a passion to play. He's got to have a love of the game um, or else he's not going to become really good. Uh, he's got to have a dedication to his craft, um, a dedication to making his um, body better in terms of strength conditioning, in terms of his eating habits. Um, those are things we kind of learn when we sit down and talk with him. As we're watching him on the court, again, you got to see the passion. you got to be able to see that he's able to react and read quickly, uh, that he's able to play with his teammates, um, that he's able to do certain aspects in in the game that you're watching that you think can be enhanced a little bit more on the NBA level. Well, given the Jazz focus and success on player development in, in recent years, I would guess that you have a lot of agents that want to get their players into town to work out for the Jazz to get them into the system to get their players better. Have you noticed a, a, a more willingness of, of agents to have their players come here to work out? Uh, yes, those who are behind us in the draft order, uh, in, in, in our draft order uh, in terms of if an agent has a player who is really behind us in, in terms of their draft range at 23, yes, they'll love to have uh, their kids come in and work for us. But I'm, not, I'm noticing not much difference in guys who, uh, with the, if the agent think their players are in, let's say, with us being at 23, if they think they're from 8 to 15 in the draft, they're still not going to allow the, our, their guys to come in and, and work out for us. What we're getting, though, I think, is we're getting a lot of feedback from agents that uh, they're happy with the players they've seen that have come here and gotten better. And I think it will help us probably more so maybe in in the free agency where the guys can make the decision on where they want to go versus the the draft where guys are more, more or less at a certain draft range. Walt, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot here or anything, but what's one of the biggest surprises that you've encountered in, in all your years doing this? One of the biggest surprises? Um, kind of been through so many of them. I, don't, I, I very rarely get surprised anymore. Um, I, I've, lately, the biggest surprise is how many, and, and I don't their um, names in the draft who have no um, have not produced wherever they've been um, and I'm hearing a lot of guys may stay in the draft this year which is surprising when there's only 60 pick, picks that uh, that are made in the draft and there may be 
oh, who knows, there may be more than 60 who are underclassmen who will keep their name in the draft that may not even be drafted. That that one surprises me a little bit, but other than that, I've been through so many things, I, it's really, really, I kind of get surprised. Well, Walt, thank you so much for jumping on the airwaves as usual. Good luck with the continuing workouts and certainly good luck with the draft. All right. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thank you, Walt. Perrin. Walt Perrin. And uh, we've had Dennis on these on the show and on these airwaves uh, uh, a number of times, Gordon, talking about just how valuable Walt is and just how good he is at uh, doing these workouts and doing his job. Yeah, I have a feeling just in my conversations with Walt through the years, and maybe you have this same feeling, Jake, that he he's humble, but he's confident in his decision and his judgment and yep. his, his evaluation. So he's not the kind of guy that's a pain to be around. He's a he's a team guy. But something tells me that those years have taught him a thing or two. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We're live at Marley's Gourmet Sliders at the District, 3561 West, 114 South. Come get a combo and get a free shake upgrade just for being his own listener. We'll have more of the big show straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. Your home for Utah's best sports radio is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're locked on to the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Show 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live at Marley's Gourmet Sliders out here at the District 3561 West, 114th South. We want to remind you to join Hans and Scotty coming up tomorrow. They're hanging out with our friends at Harvest Right, but they're going to be at the uh, R.C. Willie in Draper, 13300 South, 200 West. Uh, they'll be there from noon to 3. That's Harvest Right with Hans and Scotty G. So make sure and go hang out with those guys tomorrow. Yeah, all the guys are fun to hang out with on all the shows. I don't know. Austin and Tony. Well, I'd hang out with Tony. (laughs) They usually don't let Austin out much, do they? Hey, they're going to be out on location tomorrow, too. They're going to be at the uh, Larry H. Miller uh, 1000 uh, used car tent event. That's right. Nah, Austin's great. So all you Austin Horton fans. Get out there and go visit Austin. I heard uh, Austin ate about uh, 15 creamies today during the show. That that was the, the rumor. 15. Uh, Adrian, how many creamies roll. did Austin say you got down? Oh, it was a few. Yeah. I'm not sure I He could. discovered they were there, and uh, he missed a segment. How many creamies could you eat? I don't know. If, if I really had to? Yeah. I'd probably down to, No, you could do more than that. Is it? All right. You don't think you could do more than five creamies? Creamies aren't that filling. Uh, it's a lot of dairy. That is, that is a <laughs> lot of dairy. That is true. That's a lot of cold dairy. Indeed. All right, Gordon, how do you see tonight's game going? What do you think? I, I'm going to go with the Bucks. I mean, I, I expect them to be fairly motivated to reestablish order in this thing on their home floor. So that's what I'm looking for. A big game for uh, Giannis. I, uh, I told you yesterday, I, I think Milwaukee tonight, because I think Toronto is going to have a tough time winning three in a row against Milwaukee. I think if they're going to get one on the road, I think it'll be in game seven, which is what I predicted before the series. Who so do you think will have a big game other than Giannis? Who's the most likely? Or uh, let, me, let me include both teams, other than Giannis and Kawhi. Eric Bledsoe. He did not have a particularly great 
time. No, he did not have a good game four. I think returning home will be will be good for him. And he's he probably feels good because of his honor. Uh, yeah, and he's at what all defensive first team. So was it? Yeah, he was. First I think team, it was yeah. first team. He and Marcus Smart. So mm-hmm. um, I I'm with you. I think Milwaukee wins tonight. I think that Toronto wins Game Six, and then it's a free for all in Game Seven. I I hope this series goes seven. It's so evenly matched. It'd I mean, be, you're not even a big fan of Game Seven. What do you mean not? Who doesn't like a Game 7? Well, I just, you, you don't think they're all that significant one way or the other, especially the home court. They just don't happen that often. Okay. I don't want to misrepresent. And when they do, it's more open. When you say open, you mean? Home court matters less because it's do or die for both teams. Really? Yeah. Do a statistical search on that. I'd like to know whether all that's right, well, actually I'll, true. I'll see if I can look into it. All right, uh, joining us now, like I mentioned, we are at Mar- uh, Marley's Gourmet Sliders, 3561 West, 114th South. Come on out and see us. And Nico joins hey us once again. And, boy, I, I appreciate you guys rolling out. Uh, you, you gave us several varieties of sliders. It was fun to try the different ones because, really, you have so many different flavors that you can get a kind of a uh, – you come here in, in here every day for a month and never try the same thing twice. I've been eating here for four years straight every day for lunch. So, yeah, <laughs> we like to give a variety so that, you know, I feel like we've got something for everybody. We've got cool little kids meals that the kids love in the little, in the little uh, vintage truck and something for moms, dads, the whole family. So, were, were you the major force behind? Did you have a vision for this place? I... On the original concept, I can't take credit, but I feel like kind of the direction that we're headed, yeah. I mean, Marley's, of all of the brands, um, if you're familiar with our group, we, we manage a few different brands, and the Marley's one is like, it's my baby. Yeah. Mine. Yeah, I, I love I love everything about the concept. I think it's awesome. So, Well, the sliders are great, and I, I do like, so you're, you're not stuck with one giant burger. You can mix and match yeah, a little bit. You can sure. try the different ones, and it's just, it's... It's a fun way to eat, I guess. I, that sounds simple and kind of dumb, but it's a sure, fun no, way to it's eat. It's true, yeah. I totally agree with you on that. And so, you guys use fresh and all local ingredients. Everything's fresh, as local as we can find it. Yeah, we love it. Well, we just thank you so much for taking such great care of our listeners thank and you. for having us out. You guys, are you're, you're truly the best. Thanks for coming out again. Thanks we love for having, having us, you. man. We yeah. enjoyed it. All right, thank you, Nico. All right, you've got to try it. Marley's Gourmet Sliders. 3561 West, 114 South. Don't forget their location out there in Linden as well. So if you're in Utah County, you don't have to miss out. Who does Nico remind? What NBA player does Nico remind He's you? He's got a little of the Harden beard yeah. going, doesn't I, he? I had the same thought. I, I don't know if it's quite as long as the James Harden, but it's getting there. Uh, <laughs> that's a good-looking beard right there. Yeah, nice. All right, we'll have more of the big show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.